Hello and welcome. My name is Troy Miller and this is my new podcast. This podcast is all about uh, born again Christians. So um, that's why I've named it the born again, um, the born again club pod. So I decided that I'd make this podcast for um, new believers and um, born again people much like myself who maybe just coming in to um, their faith or maybe returning to their faith, much like myself. Now, as this podcast goes on, I'll go into a little bit of my testimony, a little bit of my background um, and my journey um, with my walk with with Jesus. Um, So with this first episode of the podcast, I will give you a little bit of a background um, and history of myself. I don't claim to be an expert. I don't claim to be a pastor, a minister, or anything. I've got no qualifications um, for ministry or anything like that, no theological um, qualifications. I'm just a Christian man who was born again who just wants to um, share the word with like-minded people. Um, and I, I thought that doing this podcast would be a way of studying the Bible because for me I I actually have um, ADHD so it makes it very hard for me to sit down and and read a book um, so and we know the Bible is a pretty difficult book to read um, there is other options to like listen to audio books and watch YouTube videos and all that sort of thing but at the same time for me so this podcast is probably um, a lot more for me than it is for the listeners because I don't know how many subscribers I'm going to get or how many listeners I'm going to get. I could get none. But the reason I'm doing this personally is so I can become closer to God. I I can draw closer to God um, and I can learn more about Him um, by diving into the Bible. And if anyone comes along and listens with me, well, there you go. And um, I just, it's my way of diving in and um, learning about the Bible and about our wonderful God um, by doing something that I enjoy doing um, and it will see me through. Um, Before we get started, I'd just like to um, start the show off with a prayer. Um, So if you'll all bow your heads with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you today with a grateful heart, acknowledging your love and your faithfulness in my life. You are the creator of the universe, the source of all wisdom and goodness, and I praise you for your mighty works and your presence in my life. I confess my sins and shortcomings before you. Please forgive me for all the times I have fallen short and strayed from your path. I repent for my sins and ask for your mercy and grace to transform me and help me living in accordance with your will. Lord, I bring before you my concerns and needs. I ask for your guidance, provision and strengths in all these areas. I lift up my loved ones, my community and the world. Please bring healing, comfort and peace where it is needed. Father, I surrender my plans and desires to you. 
Help me to discern your will and align my life with your purposes. Grant me wisdom in making decisions and facing challenges. May your Holy Spirit guide and lead me every step of the way. As I meditate on your word, speak to my heart and reveal the truth to me. Help me to apply your teachings to my life and grow in faith and obedience. I trust in your sovereignty and goodness. I believe that my um, I believe that you hear my prayers and that you will answer accordingly to your perfect will. Thank you for your love, your provision, and your faithfulness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And isn't he just a wonderful God? Um, I just, I have so much I want to share and testify with you. Um, but obviously I'm going to have to pick the parts to fit into a 30, a 30 minute pod um, that I'm, I'm sort of trying to aim for because I don't want to overwhelm listeners with too much. Um, and I'm planning on getting through the whole Bible um, throughout this podcast series. So it's going to... It's going to stretch out um, for a fair, a, f- a fair way. Um, I guess I'll start with my testimony and what drew me into Christianity. So, when I was um, when I was born, uh, I was born a twin um, in Bendigo, Victoria. Um, I was born to a mother and father. Um, and I was, I was actually christened through the Salvation Army. Um, I attended Sunday school. I attended church. Um, and I was a Christian. I was a Christian kid. I remember going to school, doing ER, so, um, or no, RE, sorry, religious education. Um, and, you know, I copped a lot of flack from kids, even back in school then, telling me that it was a silly fairy tale and, God's not real and this and that and you know a little bit of me um, sort of questioned it myself but I always had the faith that um, the the God that I'd been taught about was real. It got to the point um, in life where I was eight years old um, and my father went to hospital um, and unfortunately um, he didn't ever walk back out of the hospital doors. Um, it's a long story that I won't go into, but I can remember the night that I found out that we might um, lose my dad. Um, and that was um, in April in the year 2000. Um, now, our family doctor was on his, way to a, on, a, on his way to a holiday, and we know doctors, they just work so tirelessly, um, and he would have been looking forward to this holiday for a long time but once he got word of the news um that dad probably wasn't going to make it he's like i need to go back and i need to be with these boys and i want to be the one to tell them because mum was down in melbourne um about two hours away from where we were um so she couldn't get back and my nana that i was staying with at the time with my twin brother probably couldn't bring herself to break the news um, to me and my brother um, at eight years of age. So he drove all the way back. He was about two hours into his trip from memory. Um, and he came back and he um, he sat us down. And I, I can't remember the conversation as a whole, but I just knew from the moment that he he opened his mouth that it wasn't going to be good. Um, I just I was waiting for the words. And inevitably, um, I can still remember them as clear as day. 
he said, um, unfortunately, boys, your dad might die. Now, I highlighted that word might. And I let that stick with me. And as soon as I um, I could, as soon as I could get um, alone to spend a bit of time with myself, I took a photo of my dad um, and I prayed to God. I prayed so vigorously. I prayed, please do not take my dad away from me. I cannot lose my dad. Please, God, please save him. Anyway, as the couple of days rolled on, um, and I just kept on praying every night, every day. I was just praying and praying and praying and praying and praying. And I was just hoping for a miracle. Um, and I just trusted God so much that he would pull Dad out of it and we'd get on with our lives and everything would be just back to normal before before we knew it. But unfortunately, um, we got the news. Uh, our Nana sat me and my brother down on the lounge room floor and... Her words were, um, Daddy went to heaven about half an hour ago. And then that was it for me. I didn't know what to do. Um, I, I remember going to my other grandmother's house when my mum come home. So my dad's, we went to my dad's mum's house. Um, and she just said to me, whenever you go outside at night time, look up at the sky and the brightest star up there is your dad looking down on you. And, you know, I believe that wholeheartedly. But um, there, it, wasn't, it wasn't straight away that I started rebelling and pulling away from God. But over, over a period of time, you know, I started uh, misbehaving more. Um, I started playing up at school, getting suspended. And I just, I remember I just made a decision one day that I, you know, life's not fair. God didn't help me when I needed him, so there is no God. Um, and I claimed for a very long time to be an atheist. I claimed that I didn't believe in anything. Um, however, unbeknownst to the people around me, I was still praying. I was still talking to God. Even though I personally felt like I didn't believe it, I was still talking to him. I was still in communication with him. Um, as hard as that is to explain, I don't really know how to explain it in a way that makes sense, but um, I would just, I would still talk to him, I'd pray, but then on the other hand, I would turn around and I'd say, I don't believe in him. I don't believe in him at all. Anyway, the years went on and, um, you know, I was getting into trouble and I, I, I dabbled with drugs and crime and all sorts of things and I got to a point in life where I was just like I don't want to do this anymore and I needed a purpose and I didn't have a purpose and so I um I just I was going through jobs and I didn't know what I wanted to do in life and then all of a sudden um I met some people um who I still talk to today that we've we've all been through rough journeys and I've uh haven't always necessarily been um, the best Christian, but I'm just trying to turn my life around now to the point where I can just fully focus in on God um, and just live honouring Him and just forget about the past because it's a new me and um, I've been born again. Um, and that's what this whole podcast sort of is about. 
So, but anyway, um, so I met these people and I was just struggling with life. I was depressed. I was suicidal. Um, I drank alcohol like a fish. I was having all these um, dramas with girls and um, I was just doing stupid things. And there was a massive hole, massive hole in my heart. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to fill this hole. I'm going to start helping people. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I felt like I I had gotten my life back on track because I was working full time. And I thought, you know what? If I can get my life back on track, I can help other people. So I decided that I'd study counselling. Um, and then inevitably, well, eventually, sorry, got into um, youth work where I thought that I could help young people. But there was still a massive hole in my in my heart and I tried to fill it with um, toxic relationships, sex, alcohol, um, food, just anything to try and fill that void and um, it wasn't until um, I was in Toowoomba and, and a mate of mine, I was staying at his house after a footy game and he said, hey, you want to come to church tomorrow? And I was, I was like, oh, I don't know, I'm not really a church guy. You know, that old saying that most non-Christians say, oh, if I walk into the church, the place will burn down. Um, so, but anyway, so I eventually agreed to go and I went there. And um, before I get into that story, actually, it was a few years prior to that when my mum was still living in Queensland and her and her um, friend that lived next door uh, asked if me and my brother would go to church with them. So, you know, I was like, oh, I'm not going to church, but... I guess so if it makes makes the old girl happy. So I went along and I just the whole time the the pastor was the minister was talking, I just disrespected God in his own house. I I was laughing, I was giggling, I was shoving my brother, like it was just disrespecting. I was trying to be like, you yeah, know, I don't believe any of this but the thing was the message that the minister was talking about was resonating with me, but I was so in denial about the fact that, you know, I don't want to believe in this God that didn't save my dad when I was younger. And so and even my brother was sitting next to me like, what are you doing? Stop being an idiot. Like, pull your head in. And I was just like, yeah, you know, whatever, I'm a rebel. And But anyway, so that was my first church experience since I stopped going to church when I was um, probably 10, I reckon. But, <clears throat> yeah, anyway, so I went to this church in Toowoomba and um, I just... Some amazing things happened where the pastor was like, "If there's anyone here in this church, and you and you feel like God, um, you feel like God's speaking to you, and you want to accept Jesus into your heart, um, put your hand up." And then all of a sudden, my hands in the air, and um, so the pastor prayed over the whole the whole church, and um, and then we went to a, a family's house afterwards, um, and they stood me in a prayer circle, and. Um, laid hands on me and prayed over me and it was just I had some almighty feelings just going just cursing through my body um which frightened me anyway I continued to go to church I found a church in um my hometown here Kingaroy and I started going there and I really enjoyed it um I just I was enjoying learning about um Jesus and 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 all the the stories of the Bible and um, 
you know, it was a very up and about church, very exciting. There was music, there was there was clapping, there was cheering, a very pon- um, Pentecostal church. So very, very good church to get someone hooked on the idea of church. Now, the church I'm at now, probably not ideal to take a new believer to, um, just because it's more Bible-based and... Um, I guess you could say, for a lack of a better term, a bit boring, unless you're really invested in learning about Jesus. But um, I can get into that story about how I come to the decision to change churches a bit later on. Um, So I, um, yeah, I started going to church and then I went to a conference called Planet Shakers, which was absolutely fantastic. And they had... um, pastors from america samuel rodriguez um just to name one and you know i've had i had some really powerful experiences there um being in that crowd um and i had a a a girlfriend at that time who come along with me who claims to be a satanist and doesn't like the idea of christianity and all that sort of thing um and she stayed in the hotel because she had an experience with us but she just denied it and to this day denies it um I'm still I'm not with this girl anymore though. Uh, I have a beautiful partner who is a very 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 strong Christian, um, and we're building our foundations really um, strongly based around um, God as our foundation. So, but again, I'll talk about that a bit later on. But so, I guess my journey, I sort of. I was sort of in and out, in and out, in and out. So I'd go in, and then the and and I'd be really invested in my Christianity, but then something would go wrong in in my life, and I would I'd bounce back out, and I'd pull away, and I'd just draw myself into temptations again, like drinking and sex, and um, you know, just mixing with the wrong people. And then I would talk to Jesus, and I'd be like, "Help me, get me out of here." And then all of a sudden, I'd be drawn back to church and I'd be loving it again and then something bad would happen and I'd be out and I didn't know what was going on it was only recently that I understood that Jesus will always God will test us he will test us and he'll test our faith and he'll continue to do that the whole way through our life even if you are 110% a a, a, a Christian diehard just 100% in fanatical um, law abiding um yeah, Christian, he will still test you. And that's what I've had to learn. But um, I've also learned that if you ask, he will provide in his own time, at his will. Um, if it's not meant to be in your life, he's not going to give it to you. Or he will for a short amount of time, but then you'll work out for yourself, oh, another test, he's showing me here. Um, and there's been so many things that's happened in my life where I... I've thought at the time that it was a good idea, only to find out later on that it was one of the worst decisions I've ever made, and I've done that too many times. Um, And I've prayed about things, and I thought, oh, God's really delivered here, and then, nope, another test. But um, my most recent experience was just praying. Um, I was just like, God, I just... I'm ready to settle down. I'm 30, nearly... Well, I'm nearly 32, um... I'd really, really love to have a family. Um, I do have a daughter, but she doesn't live with me, and um, that's a very hard aspect of my life. But I know that with Jesus um, walking next to me, 
it's it's not that big of a deal because um, he'll never he'll never he'll he'll never not provide enough for me. Um, so yeah, he he just he's so so good. Um, ADHD brain. I forgot where I was going with that, but anyway, um, yeah. So I prayed for. Um, I was just like God. I need you to send someone. I'll go back actually because there were there were. So I've done this prayer a couple of times, and there was more lessons in there. I was like, I just want a Christian. I just want a Christian woman who's just gonna like. Um, yeah, bring me closer to you, and um, it's just going to be great. But he brought me a Christian woman who was also a little bit of a crazy, crazy lady, and also led me down the path of temptation and stuff as well. As well, um, which you know wasn't great. But so we we broke up, and then I had a couple other um, dealings with temptation through there. And then um, yeah, I just prayed one night. I was I was, I was pretty pretty desperate i was like i just need need you to help me out here god i'm ready i'm ready to meet the one that you have planned for me i'm ready to meet someone who's like-minded who enjoys the same things i enjoy um someone who i can just have fun with live life with not be stressed out by so i was asking a lot um but then all of a sudden i met my current partner and um I tell you what, he couldn't have done a better job. Honestly, she's everything that I they asked for. And as we were going through the dating period of our relationship, I kept on saying to her, oh, another box ticked, another box ticked. She didn't know what I was talking about. She might have thought it was a, just a personal, um, you know, set list or um, bucket list that I had um, to tick off. But it was actually me ticking off the boxes that I'd prayed for um, to God. I was like, yep, he's... He's answered that one, he's answered that one, he's answered that one. So, yeah, but um, <clears throat> I think, yeah, I I really, really do believe that, um, yeah, that God is, is really just a great, a great God, um, and he will, he will never leave us with, um, with less than we need, um, and he'll never give us more than we need either. Um, and I am trying to go to the Bible where I I found this verse the other day, um, and it is my favorite verse that I've read in the Bible so far, and it's about true love. And it's from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 7. And this is from the NIV Bible. <clears throat> and it says, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Um, and I think that that is just such an important...
important message um, that, that the Bible teaches us. Um, and I'm starting to learn more and more. Like I, I used to be a very angry person and I used to uh, be very bitter and just upset with the world. And um, I'm learning to love thy neighbour. I'm learning to love people the way that God made them. Um, I'm learning to be slow to anger. I'm learning to just appreciate the little things um, in life and not take it too seriously because at the end of the day, we're all going to heaven on our own. So we've got to leave everything here when we die. Um, but we have to do the right thing um, in the meantime to be able to find that narrow gate to heaven. Um because they say it's hard to find and when you die you'll have um, demons and whatnot trying to lead you to the big gate towards hell and it's gonna, they're going to make it look fantastic the gate to hell and heaven's just going to be that little gate on the side that doesn't look that inviting but you just got to trust it at the time um, well that's just my interpretation anyway I think I'll leave this podcast here um and then in my next instalment, I'm hoping to do these uh, episodes every upload every Wednesday. Um, so I'm hoping um, to do one once a week. So I think next week I'll um, dive into um, some Bible and start to to unpack. Maybe we'll start at the in the New Testament um, and get to know um, the stories of John and Matthew. Um, but until then. Stay blessed, um, keep praying, um, lift all your issues up to God because they don't belong to us. Surrender yourself to, to the Lord. And if you're in doubt or you are um, new and, you, and you're struggling, just surrender yourself and give your everything to God or um, just make sure you're talking to Him. But until next week, uh, I've been Troy Miller. This has been the... Born Again Club Pod. And I'll get better at remembering that name. Um, I'll talk to you next week.